Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ghfiruhu wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkadu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyiyati a'malina man yahdiyallahu falamudillalah wa man yudlilhu falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharikalah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh arsalahu bashiran wa nadheera bayna yad'i sa'a man yutiyallahu wa rasoolah فقد رشد واحتدى ومن يعسهما فإنه قد غوى وإن وإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا إن خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحديث هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وإن خير الأمور عوازمها وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدع وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطيع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما Sadaqallahul Azim. Inshallah, today I will talk about um, two of the events from the history. One of them was prior to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the second event that I will go a little bit more detailed than the first that happened after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam passed away from this world. Both of them have the significance from the month of Muharram that we are in. And many of us remember that. Many of us try to get the best out of the day that was mentioned in the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And I am referring to Yawm Ashura. As the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam talks about Yawm Ashura, that Rasulullah Sassam was asked, وَسُوِلْ عَنْ سِيَامِ يَوْمِ عَشُورَةً قَالْ يُكَفِّرَ سَنَةَ الْمَادِيَةً That Rasulullah Sassam was asked about the fasting of the day of Ashura. Rasulullah Sassam said that fasting the day of, the, of, uh, the day of Ashura can expiate or have forgiven the, the sins of the last year, the past year. So that's the significance. And we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to accept our siyam that we fasted on that day and have our shortcomings and sayyat forgiven by Allah Azza wa Jal, the Ghafoorul Rahim. And about this, Yawm Ashura, there's a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that talks about it and that says that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came to Medina as a hadith reported by Ibn Abbas says 
that Rasulullah uh, that says عن عباس رضي الله عنهما أن رسول الله قدم المدينة فوجد اليهود صياما يوم عشرة that when Rasulullah came to Medina, he found that the Yahud were fasting on the day of Ashura. فقال لهم رسول الله ما هذا اليوم الذي تسومونه فقالوا هذا يوم عظيم أنج الله به فيه موسى وقومه وغرق فرعون وقومه that the hadith said Rasulullah asked them why did they fast on this day and uh, it was told that the Yahud fast that day because this is, a, this, is a, this is a great day for them because of Allah Azza wa Jal protected or Allah Subh'ala saved Musa and the people who were believing in Allah and Musa alayhi salam at that time and وَغَرَّقَ فِرْعَوْنَ وَقَوْمَ and uh, the Fir'aun and his nation was drowned in the sea as we all know of the story of Musa and the Pharaoh. And the Hadith goes on, وَقَوْمَ Musa شُكْرًا فَنَحْنُ نَسُومُ That they said that they were doing it because Musa والسلام, he fasted in thanking Allah Azza wa Jal because of the, 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 the because they were saved from Pharaoh and his people. So that this is why the Yahud started fasting. فَقَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ فَنَحْنُ أَحَقُّ that he said that we have more right over Rasulullah we have more right over Musa. Hence, Rasulullah fasted and commanded the others to fast. And this is the fast that we do. And this is a historical event from the angle of the, the uh, we see that the story of Musa Allah destroyed a corrupt tyrant, Fir'aun. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved Musa alayhi salam and the people who were following Allah azza wa jal. So this is the victory came to Musa alayhi salam. So we see that the, uh, and the other story inshallah I'll talk about. It is in a sense kind of a similar way but the outcome is different. So this case when we talk about Musa alayhi salam, the Musa alayhi salam acted the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded and at the end Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him victory in this dunya as well. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provided Musa alayhi salam the kingdom. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving, gave him the rulings to, to Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. And Fir'aun was destroyed and the nation who was following him was destroyed along with Fir'aun who were following him. On the other hand, when we talk about another, history, another story that is linked to the 10th of the Muharram as well which is the martyrdom, the shahada of Hussein radiallahu an, the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The, the grandson that we're talking about, about whom Rasulullah sallallahu said in many hadith, praising Hussein and Hassan, as the hadith says, reported by Abu Huraira radiallahu an in, in, in the book reported by Ibn Majah, man ahabba al-Hassan wa al-Hussein faqad ahabbani, wa man abghaduhuma faqad abghadani. Rasulullah said, whoever loves Hussein and, Has and Hassan, they love me. Whoever hate them, the Rasulullah said, they hate me, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And another hadith Rasulullah said about, about, about Hussein, Hussein minni wa ana min Hussein. Hussein is from me and I am from, uh, uh, from Hussein. Ahabba Allahu man ahabba Husayna. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves whoever loves Hussein radiallahu an. Husaynun siptun min al-asbaq. And when it comes to the progeny, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase the people who are following Hussein as well radiallahu an and the, from his generation, from his lineage. Now, 
The reason I'm bringing this up is not something new. We are all aware of the shahada of Hussein radiallahu anh, and we remember, we talk about that on a yearly basis. But inshallah, I would like you guys to pay attention to, because I would like to give you something different, hopefully, today than normally when we repeat about the, Hussein, the story of Hussein radiallahu Now, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, when we talk about these things, we should always remember, should not just put it on the side in the mind, that, oh, oh, come on, it's the same thing. No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that remind, reminder helps the believers. So when we talk about, this is a reminder for me first when I'm talking about the subject, but it is a reminder inshallah for all of us to get the benefit from that is intended. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala repeats many, many stories in the Quran. This is not something that, uh, uh, something unusual when we talk about the stories. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the stories when he says that لَقَدْ قَانَ فِي قَصَصِهِمْ عِبْرَةٌ لِلْأُولِيَ الْبَابِ That there is, there is, there is benefits, there is ibra, there is lessons for the in the stories that we mentioned to, to, to them in their stories. Whether it's a story of of the Anbiya, whether it's a story of the Salihin, whether it is a story of the criminals or the tyrants like Fir'aun or Namrud or, or Abu Lahab or Abu Jahl, there is, there is ibrah, there is lesson for us to learn. Because when we talk about Fir'aun, when we talk about Namrud, when we talk about Abu Lahab, these are not just mentioned as names for those people who passed away, rather these are icon, icons. These icons, they still exist today in different bodies. Same way when Allah Azza wa talks about the Salihin, Shuhada, Siddiqeen, they can still exist today as well. And we can be, we hope to be among them on the day of judgment. We all hope to be among them. But, so, but when we read about these stories, remember that there is a lesson for us. And there is a lesson for all the stories we can learn from. We don't extract ahkam or the rules from these stories, but there is ibrah, there is lesson for us. Even today, the events happen. When we, when we see bad things are happening and good things are happening, we learn from that. But when it comes to our actions to being right and wrong or wrong, we go back to the Quran and Sunnah. That's the, that's the criterion for us to understand what is halal and what is haram. It's not what benefits me or what seems like working that becomes halal. What doesn't seem like not working doesn't, uh, it becomes haram for us. No, our halal and haram criteria in, is from the Quran and the Sunnah. Whether it looks like working for us or not. This is why when we look at the story of Musa salam, we see the victory given to Musa salam. Yes, we learn from that. But on the other hand, when we talk about the Hussein radiallahu an, the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we see that when he went in the path of Allah azza wa jal, the outcome was not same as Musa. But that doesn't make us think Hussein was a loser, na'udhu billah. He's from the Shabab of the Jannah. He is not the Shabab of the Jannah, he was a, he's, a, he's a prince of the Jannah. So this is how we look at him. Now, talking about Hussein, let's go back and learn, figure out what was happening at that time. In that time, Yazid is the one who was given, who was actually forcefully, Mu'awiyah, his father, took the bayah, which in Islam, it is considered as a bottle. Bayah. Bayah means pledge of allegiance to, to become the ruler in Islam. The bayah is the way to elect our rulers. As we know, after even Rasulullah he took the bayah from the people of Medina. Before he moved to Medina and became the ruler, he, take, he took the bayah. 
After Rasulullah sallallahu passed away, Abu Bakr took the bay'ah and he became the Khalifa. Then Umar, then, then, uh, then Uthman, then Ali, and then Hassan. Hassan stayed Khalifa for six months and then he gave up. And Muawiyah took the bay'ah. And after Muawiyah, Muawiyah is the one who, to, who made the mistake here of taking the bay'ah forcefully for Yazid. It was not given, it was not given in his own life, he took a bay'ah by force. And this is what makes it illegitimate bay'ah or illegitimate pledge of allegiance. This is one rule was broken by the way. This is one rule that was broken. Not talking about that Yazid was, it's not that Yazid was ruling by kufr or something. He was ruling by Islam. But the way he was elected was against what Allah Azza wa has commanded us. And that was sufficient. That was sufficient for Hussein radiallahu an to get up. So at that time, there were three power centers in the Islamic State during the time of uh, Muawiyah and after the Yazid. There was Kufa, Damascus, and which is the Sham, and uh, Medina. And, uh, uh, and Hussein radiallahu an, he had the uh, support from Medina and Kufa. And he was, he was heading towards Kufa to take the bar from them, get the support from them. As he was told, he had enough support over there. And while he was heading, he had about around 100 family members along with him. And while he was going there, Yazid sent an army under Ibn Ziyad. And before even they reached Kufa, they met in Karbala. And the purpose of Ibn, Ibn Ziyad over there was to force Hussein to give up and obey, give the obedience to Yazid. And Hussein radiallahu an, the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he denied. And it ended up, Ibn Yazid, he was going to fight with Hussein and the family of Hussein, one of the saddest, darkest part of the history of Islam that was unfolded at that time. And we know that Hussein radiallahu an, even though Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam praised him in his hadith. And when we say, by the way, remember that, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam praised somebody or talked about that Allah loves a person. Or when we say, whoever loves him, uh, Hussein and Hassan and Hussein, he loves me. Whoever hates Hassan and Hussein, they hate me, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This is not just Rasulullah sallallahu is saying of his own will. Rasulullah sallallahu he does not say things from his own desires. What he says is from the wahi. So this is from Allah azza wa jal, especially when you're talking about referring to whoever loves Hussein, loves Allah, whoever loves Hussein, Allah loves him. Rasulullah sallallahu is talking about, which is something revealed to Rasulullah sallallahu from Allah azza wa jal. So this is part of the wahi that was about Hussein. And at that person, the, the, the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu was, and his family was, we know that they were massacred. They were massacred in Karbala. But the point is, we understand that this, they were martyred. And shuhada has a different kind of a level. Different kind of a level in Islam that these are the ones, we don't even call them that they are dead. They are the ones who are alive. They are getting their risk. We may not comprehend it, 
but they are getting their risk. They are the one who are, who are alive. This is how we look at the shuhada. So I'm not going into this whole story of people are mourning in a different sense because they are the shuhada. So they, they, he, he attained something which is one of the highest things that you can attain, which is the martyrdom. So Hussain and his whole family who was along with him, we find them that they were martyred. For what? This is the point I'd like to make sure and remind ourselves. What is it that Hussain was, was compelled that he took his family members and at the end when they were forcing him to obey, to obedience to Yazid, and they, he, he preferred shahada over that. One rule of Islam was broken. One. One rule of Islam was broken at that time. That the way that the Khalifa was, was chosen, which is the invalid ba'ah, was forcefully taken for Yazid. That was sufficient for Hussein to get up and go and fight against the tyrant. He was implementing Islam. And now compare that to today where we are at. This is the lesson we have to learn. How far we have fallen now, the forget about one rule. The whole Islam has been put on the side. Whole Islam has been put on the side. It's not like Yazid was preventing the people to pray. He was not preventing the people to fast. He was not preventing the people from go for Hajj. He's not that one who's not implementing the hudud of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Hussein radiallahu an, he gets up in the face of the, of the tyrant. And he achieved the martyrdom. And today we are at the point that the whole rule of Allah Azza wa has been placed on the side. Somebody's talking about kingdomship, somebody's talking about dictatorship, somebody's talking about democracy to be implemented. All of them are <coughs> other than the hukum of Allah Azza wa How can we remember Hussein's martyrdom and don't remember why he gave up his life? This is uh, something that we must think about. Look, we talk about Musa alayhi salam that Allah gave him the victory so we remember the day of Ashura. And we remember the day of Ashura in the reference of Hussein. Even though Hussein radiallahu anh did not, did not gain what Musa alayhi salam gained on that same day, the 10th of Muharram, but we could consider both of them are successful. Because Allah Azza wa do not ask us what we have achieved, what we are accountable for is whether we did what Allah had commanded us to do or not. Hence we consider Hussein radiallahu anh as a hero of ours. He's a, he's a legend, he's a giant for us to be remembered and to be followed, to be loved. On the other hand, we condemn Yazid the action that he did, we condemn him for that. So out of this story, even though Hussein radiallahu an, from the dunya perspective, we don't see that he succeeded from the, from the results. But we know in Islam, it's not the results that we are under our control. What we are accountable for is what we have done. If we have acted as Allah commanded, that's what you ask for. So now, if he is the one who went on and fought for one rule was not implemented, remember that. This was because the Khilafah or Islamic State was there at that time. 
It was there at that time and the rule was broken. Today, all of it is gone. So we are not in that state of getting up and start fighting those rulers. It's the issue of how did Rasulullah has commanded us to do the things. In this case, we have to go back to his life. The how Rasulullah in the first place when there was no rule of Islam, which is the time and the place we are in. So now we have to go back and learn from that part of Rasulullah's life and how he brought Islam in our lives. And learn from that and apply in our lives. And we have to remember some of the mistakes sometimes people think of it. When Allah subhanahu wa says, Ya ayyuhalladina amanu, a'ti'ullaha wa'ati wa rasool wa al-ulul amar minkum. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, oh you who believe, obey Allah and His Messenger, and the one who are authority over you from among you, the one who's ruling by Islam. And then let's not stop there and start thinking whosoever the ruler is, we have to just obey Samayna Atana for the kufr also. No. What is the rest of the ayah? The rest of the ayah says, If you have any conflict in anything, return back to Allah and His Messenger. It's not that that you just blindly follow whosoever is in front of you. We have to follow what Allah and His Messenger commanded to us. And we have to return back in Kuntum Tominuna Billah if you believe in Allah and His Messenger and the Day of Judgment. If you believe in Allah and the Day of Judgment, that this is better for you, this is good for you, this is the best thing for you to be followed. So when we talk about even obeying the rulers and all that, it is there's a reference for there's a the frame of work. It has they have to they can only be followed when they are ruling over by Islam. So we cannot follow people who are imposing you kufr to be followed, so you don't follow kufr then. There is, there is no obedience in the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said. So remember from these two stories at the end, inshallah, that's a good clue, so we'll remember that. In the case of, when we remember the 10th of Muharram, the month we are in, the blessed month we are in. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave the victory to Musa alayhi salam, when he went in the path of Allah Azza wa Jal and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the ruling and destroyed Fir'aun. On the other hand, Hussein radiallahu anh, he, he spoke up, he stood up against the tyrant like Yazid and he was martyred. He did not achieve in this dunya but he was still a successful one. He said, this is why we say in Islam, when you are doing what Allah has commanded, if you achieve, alhamdulillah, and if you even don't achieve what the goal is, you are still a successful one. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.